Welcome to Sealing God's People with your host, Dennis Beard. We're talking about the last day work of the ministry. Now there's globalist equity. We're hearing it everywhere. They're trying to persuade the people in America that we're bad. Everybody's bad, and it's dissension, strife. And uh, people in that state of mind become very corrupted and uh, vengeance. They start breaking things down, burning things, and it's chaos. Chaos, then, is the basic iniquity. Iniquity is lawlessness, not being led of the Spirit of God. And Christianity is on the downfall. Many people are leaving the church because they don't see the truth and they wonder about what is real when they see so much inequity around them. And in calling for equity, that sounds good to the person that says this is peace for everyone. The borders are open for everybody to have the same equal advantage there to become an American citizens or whatever the case may be are fighting for democracy and it all sounds like a good cause. So as we look at the Word of God, we find that Jesus stated there in Matthew 10, you think that I come to send peace on the earth, but rather a sword. Now the Antichrist speaks peace. In Daniel 8, it says there, by peace he shall destroy many. His message is one of conformity to the government, the governments of this world, and not standing for Christ and the commandments of God. And by flattery, he will have indignation against the Holy Covenant, Jesus. And by flatteries, he will literally lead the people away and uh, corrupt them by flatteries. Flattery, people love to be flattered because uh, it sounds good and lifts up the flesh. The man, when you do well to your flesh, and men will praise you for it. But Jesus stated, a man's life does not consist of the things which he possesses. To be rich in faith is not to have money in the bank. Just that he told the church at Smyrna, yeah, I know your poverty there, that as far as the riches of this world, you're in a poverty state. But those that are poor are rich in faith. You find in Hebrews 11 that the true body of Christ, they were dwelling in caves. They didn't have Armani suits. They didn't even buy their clothes from Walmart. They were in sheepskins, goatskins, dwelling in caves. The women, they're not receiving deliverance. They, God sent deliverance for them. They're to be delivered from death, and they didn't receive it, rotting for themselves a better resurrection. In other words, coming out of the world and being separate, living in a cave. Who would do that today? Well, read it. That's Hebrews 11, chapter of faith, of whom the world was not worthy. Jesus stated, do you think I come to send peace on earth, but rather a sword? You'll see that in Genesis 3.24. At first Christophany there, there that God set cherubim at the east end of the garden of God and a flaming sword, turning every which way to keep the way of the tree of life. Those cherubim are not angelic creatures. That's a Christophany. 
that cherubim had four faces, lion, man, ox, and eagle. The four faces there of Jesus are revealed to us in the gospel according to Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. He is the lion of the tribe of Judah, declared by the gospel according to Matthew. He's a perfect man according to the gospel according to Mark. He's that suffering servant, the ox, according to the gospel according to Luke. He is the eagle according to the gospel of John. There are the four faces. That's a capital C in Genesis 3.24 because it's Christ, God himself, and a flaming sword. We know that the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword. There's the work of the ministry right there that the Lord worked righteousness in and of himself alone. That he that knew no sin became sin for us that we might be made the righteousness of God in him, through him and by him, not of our own selves, because by the works of the law, no flesh should be saved, not having our own righteousness, which is of the law, but the righteousness of God by faith. Jesus stated there, as this world is going globally to a one-world government, global aggression, this Marxism, Leninism, that we find the many rulers will try to establish a vision in the last days of ruling the world as a one-world leader. But he's going to come out of a small people. He's going to take the kingdom by flatteries, by peace. His message will be peace. He'll forecast his devices and prosper. Arms will stand on his part. So much the part that... uh, that those that are in the world will say, who is able to make war against the beast? To make war with him. The woman, the mystery of Babylon, the mother of hearts and abomination of this world, rides upon this scarlet-colored beast, which is the one-world government. And that doctrine that she brings is, I said, a queen, I am no widow, and I will see no sorrow. She thinks she's already got it. She's perfect. She sets a queen. She's not a widow. She's married to Jesus, and she will see no sorrow. All the colors there in glory, that blue depicts that that heavenly, that Jesus is the Father. She can't wear the blue. She can wear the purple and the scarlet. She'll wear the purple. She'll preach him King of Kings and Lord of Lords. She'll preach him scarlet. He died on a cross, but she'll never preach him as the father of glory. The only function of the spirit, the only office of the spirit that has been hidden. As Paul stated in Colossians 2, the mystery of God and the father of Christ in whom are hid all treasures of wisdom and knowledge. That Christ is the father who is God. And that Jesus stated in John 16, I will no more speak to you in Proverbs but I will show you plainly of the Father. Why? Because the Father has been hidden. That is only revealed to those of a pure heart that will see God, that seek God diligently with their whole heart. Just as the Lord said, when the day that you seek me with your whole heart is the day you'll find me. Many think they found the Lord and say they are Jews, that they are 
the spiritual Jew, the church, the ecclesia, the called out ones, but of the synagogue of Satan. We see that in Smyrna and Philadelphia, Revelation 2nd and the 3rd chapter. Why this mistaken identity? Because they're told that you just asked Jesus to come into your heart with an intellectual consent that he is the Son of God and you're saved, saying you're Jews, but they're not. Why not? Because they've never had the spiritual circumcision of the heart in the spirit, according to Romans 2, 28 and 29. They never received baptism, water baptism in the name of Jesus Christ for the body of the sins of the flesh to be destroyed, cut off, circumcised, according to the word of God, to being born again of the water and the spirit, Acts 2, 38, 4, 12, Acts 8, 16, Acts 10, Acts 19, Acts 22. Paul himself was baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. There we have that circumcision of the heart in the spirit is by baptism, Colossians 2, 12. And many fail there. But the ones that have followed on to know the Lord, that have been not only newborn babies, but have grown to little children, knowing that Jesus is the Father of glory, that he is the Lord, according to 1 John 2, 12 through 14, I write to you little children because your sins are forgiven for his name's sake. They're born again. And you've known the Father. You know that Jesus is the Father. You've had a great revelation. Now you've grown from newborn babes to little children. But to be that final growth to fathers, we must come to young men. Young men, the word of God is strong in them and they've overcome the wicked one. That's what we read in Revelation the second and the third chapter. Many will fail there. Why? Because they call him Lord, Lord. They're born again, little children, Matthew 7. And no man can call Jesus Lord except by the Holy Ghost because they did not do the will of God. They have no entrance into the kingdom of heaven. We have to work out our own salvation with fear and trembling for it's God that worketh in us both to will and to do. Many of you are being called now to come into this work of the ministry as the body of Christ with me and you and I working together. You felt that in the Holy Ghost, you that know the voice of God, the voice of the Holy Ghost, the voice of the Son of God. You know it, but we haven't heard from you. It is imperative. The urgency of the hour is great. Africa, we have over a thousand ministers in Africa. India now is beckoning. The Lord has sent us there to India. And the ministers are crying out there. They're receiving that word. America, we have more downloads on our podcast here in America than anywhere else. We even have them in China. But America leads in the downloads. I need to hear from you. Our ministry team are poised, ready to go to Africa for the Jesus-only training. Centers to be set up for the ministers of God. There's over a thousand ministers in Africa alone not counting India, which are hundreds more, that we get so many emails a day and messages and over WhatsApp and uh, uh, the messenger from Facebook that we cannot answer them all. They're receiving the word of God, but we need your help in getting there. And some of you are called for the ministry, for the work of the ministry. Everybody in the body of Christ is called for the work of the ministry, but not all are called as apostle prophets or teachers, but some have the gifts of healing, some have the gifts 
of miracles, others helps, governments. But whatever the case is, everyone's called for the unity of the faith to the knowledge of the Son of God. And therefore, it is imperative that we come together. Now, if you do not agree with this word, then fine, do not call. We do not want anyone to have join up with us that are not led of the Holy Ghost and know the voice of God. But those of you that do, and we're outnumbered. Oh, we know that for sure. Paul said, we're not as many that obey the truth that are in error. Even John stated that there are many false prophets that's already entered into the world in his day, which is that spirit of Antichrist, denying that Jesus is the Father of glory, denying the only Lord God. As Paul stated in Acts 20, 29, uh, there that after his departure, grievous wolves will come in, not sparing the flock, speaking for first things among you in the church. We know that. The denominal church world has gone the ways of the world, but there is a true body of Christ walking in the fear of God that are called in obedience unto righteousness, unto holiness. And those are the ones that God is calling now for the unity of the faith, and he's fitly framing it together. I need you to call me. We need to work together. God is fitly framing the body of Christ together and compacting it, literally compressing it together with fire according to the measure of each part, the measure of faith given to each individual member. So the the foot can't say to the eye, there, I'm nothing. Or the eye can't say to the foot, I have no need of you. The eye can't say to the hand, I have no need of you. Neither can the hand say to the feet, I have no need of you. For God has placed the more abundant honor on the less comely parts that there be no chism or division in the body. We know there are thousands of downloads. Not just people listening to this podcast, Sealing God's People. They're on... The 19th of January, 2019, the Lord said uh, in a visitation there in Transamerica, Kenya, Africa, seal my people by my word, that flabbergasted me. He stated, even as I send my angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God, so send I you. Now that's not for any of my righteousness or my holiness, but as a servant of the Lord Jesus Christ to pop the rag and shine your shoes as a servant of God, to literally lay this before you, for you that hear that voice of God to join with us. Ministers thinking there, since we have not been to Africa since 2019, uh, the coronavirus, COVID-19, that we haven't been. And they said, have you forsaken us? No, we haven't. But we don't have the finances to come right now. We suffered financial setbacks. And of course, God is able. And he will. But we need to hear from you. We need to work together. Some of you need to go with me to Africa, to India, in this ministry team. There, the ministers over there in Africa and India, Pakistan, Philippines, New Zealand, Australia are begging for this word. We know it because we get so many messages per day. So many, I cannot answer them. 
I'll try to spend three to four hours a day in answering those and still will only put just a very, just a tip of the iceberg. I can't get to all of them. I need your help. I need your help. The body of Christ must come together for this great call of God in the last days. No man is an island himself. The ones that's going to be the great ones, the bishops, apostles, those are the servants of all. They're not the so-called, uh, the epitome of it. They're not the, the so-called, so-called great leaders. Oh, yes, we give honor to them whom honors do. But they're servants. The apostle is a servant of all. The prophets, the same way. The greater the call, the more the sufferings of the cross. To whom much is given, much is required. And what is happening right now in this world? They're coming, the George Soros's, the uh, left-wing, anti-Semitic, their ideology against the Christians, uh, against the true body of Christ, saying peace when there is no peace. They've healed the hurt of the daughter of God's people, saying peace when there is no peace. The sword reacheth unto the soul, the word of God. And that's where we are. Well, we have to come together to lift up that standard. Evil comes in like a flood and it's coming in now. Greater than ever before. Evil men and seducers waxing worse and worse. Now we need to hear from you. We need to come together. The body of Christ. And many of you are listening and you feel the Holy Ghost. You know it's God. But you're still going to your local church. You're still thinking, well, I'm okay. Don't bury your talent. Bring forth fruit, increase. Don't be a wicked, slowful servant. Let's come together for the work of the ministry, what we're all called for. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. We're lift up, spare not, show the God's people their sin. Him that knoweth to do good and doeth not to him it's sin. In other words, walking in the light, the present truth. Not Pentecost, the light. The tabernacle season that we're in now. The voice of the Son of God, the, the ministry voice of Jesus carried in and through the body of Christ to those that have an ear to hear. That's where we are. And those that know that, and we don't do it to them, it's sin. I'm not talking about murdering somebody, lying, cheating, stealing. I'm talking about not obeying the leading of the Holy Ghost. And that is our burden. It's not the burden of the Lord. Anybody says the burden of the Lord will be cut off. The burden's on us. God is moving. He's speaking to his people to come together in one. To go ye therefore unto all nations. Preach this gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. That's not a Pentecostal word, friend. That's a tabernacle in the present truth and proceeding word of God. That's a sealing of the saints of the Lord God Almighty of the servants of God in their forehead. What he's doing now. What does the opponent, the adversary doing? He's crying peace. Jesus said in Matthew 10, you think I come to send peace on the earth, but rather a sword to set a man at variance. The father gets his son. Mother gets her daughter. The mother-in-law gets her daughter-in-law. 
A man's foes will be those of his own what? His own household. That's what Paul stated. The iniquities in the church. Where is Satan's seat? In Pergamos, where Satan Satan dwelleth. The seat of Satan's in Pergamos. You'll see that in Revelation 2, as Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamos, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, and Laodicea, the Lord's calling us into perfection, full maturity, having our senses exercised thereby to discern both good from evil, skillful in the word of righteousness, progressive, going to the measure of the statue of the fullness of Christ. Those of you that have the true Holy Ghost, I'm not talking about the Holy Goat. I'm talking about the Holy Ghost that know the truth. It's time for us to join together to carry this gospel to Africa, to India, Pakistan. We did not make it to Pakistan yet. My wife and I did go to as far as we're going to Sialco, there to bring this gospel to Pakistan. But as we did, there was a Pakistani plane and an India planes from India that got into uh, an altercation. There had uh, had an understanding that the planes in India had flown into the Pakistani airplace and their airspace and caused an altercation. While we were there in Dubai getting ready to take a connection going on to, to Lahore, we were literally shut down. And they literally sent all of the passengers back to the destination because the Pakistani airports and the India airports were shut down. So we didn't make it. We didn't make it to Pakistan. And now you ministers there in Pakistan, we hear you. We, we, we are praying for you. We know that you're coming into this great gospel. Uh, many of you, Robin Raz, uh, uh, many of you there, uh, Tamas, the ones that have, have uh, messages there, our prayers are with you. We understand uh, what you're going through and uh, the, uh, the persecution you're receiving from Islam. 98% there is Islam. And some of you can't even go out of your houses. We understand that. Our prayers are with you. If we could come and be with you, we would. Uh, there, when we made that trip, we just were not able to get it in. They turned us around in Dubai and sent us back. There, we did go to uh, Africa. Uh, there, we did have a wonderful time in Africa. The ministers there literally begging us to come back to lead on whether we go from here to show us further the way. And that is the body of Christ coming together. We need your help. We know right now that the old devil, the Antichrist, there is coming with peace, equity, uh, all equi- equity for all nations. Oh, it sounds good, but the heart core of it is anti-God. It is anti-Semitic. It's against Israel and against the church. We must do our part, lifting up the standard, lifting up our Lord Jesus Christ as our banner. And when he's lifted up, he'll draw all men unto him. Now, please, I need to hear from those of you that have downloaded and you're you are led of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost burns and you burst witness with your spirit. Then please call. Other than you, you're not called to go. Literally, they're in the ministry to these nations. But 
to hell, the governments. But we all need to come together. Know them that labor among us. We need to hear from you. Well, until the next time, this is Brother Dennis Beard saying, Behold the real Jesus.